This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. This is what I got to say. Nick Foley and Stu Saunders back again. Hello, friend. How are you? I'm good. Here for another episode of the Authentic Entrepreneur. Listening to some uh, some notorious B.I.G. as we do sometimes to get ourselves psyched up for the show. I'm a big fan of notorious B.I.G. I think he's uh, I think he's got some uh, some still some relevant vibes. I mean, for a guy who's been dead for over 20 years, he's got some relevant vibes for sure. Actually, and our young listeners, does everybody know who the notorious B.I.G. is? Um, they know who the notorious is because that M A M M A fighter does it. Well, is that how you is that how you dance back then? Yeah, <laughs> this is how we dance in the eighties, just like this. And this, this song was in ninety seven, but yeah, yeah, but I was but, school yeah, in the eighties. I get it. I get it. The nineties is more like this. <laughs> well, this was a big one. All right, let's get rid of that. Um, Nick, thank, thank goodness. Nick, welcome to uh, another uh, day in the studio as we record more episodes of the Authentic Entrepreneurs. Um, and I just wanted to um, to share with you this episode's um, this episode's theme. Yes. Um, and I think it's it's important. And, and I'll just reveal the theme. If you're watching on YouTube, this will be. And by the way, subscribe, like, share on YouTube. Um, but if you are on YouTube, the dramatic effect of the appearance of this week's theme will be on the screen. If you're not watching on YouTube and you're on iTunes, at some point, just zip over to YouTube to see the incredible work that we have here. And by the way, shout out before we start to, uh, to Mikey, who produces our show, and, and Portia, who helps re- record the show and film it. And, uh, and we, are, we are very, very blessed. And Mike, uh, just so you don't know, um, Nick, because he doesn't realize that we're both on audio and video, gave two thumbs up for those on iTunes. I, I should probably just say, like, I'm giving two thumbs up right now. Yeah. So now I'm giving another two thumbs up to both Mikey and Portia. Yeah. So um, so here we go. The reveal for this week's episode is, boom, authenticity. And the reason why we're talking about this is because I was thinking about this. Um, our our show is called The Authentic Entrepreneurs. And, um, and I think that we're at a crossroads. And we have been not, it didn't just start this week uh, or this month or even this year it's it's been happening over the last I would say three to five years that being an authentic person not only an authentic entrepreneur but an authentic person is something that is um, rarer than it was um, a while ago and and I think the the cause of a lot of that has to do with social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I don't want this to become an anti-social media podcast because I like it, I use it, I enjoy reading it, I keep up to date with friends and family on it, um, but I think that there's a real uh, poison in it. Um, and I, I wrote a blog uh, yesterday and I renamed social media Brag Media. Um, and I don't know if I've heard that somewhere else before, to be completely honest. Maybe I heard it somewhere else. But brag or boast media. Um, and I think that's where the rabbit hole we've gone down to as a society. And in my, in my blog that I wrote, and if you want to read my blog, um, it will be posted on my Facebook page, uh, my Stu Saunders fan page, which sounds hilarious when I say that. Um, <laughs> but for 4,000 people, they apparently... Exactly, man. You got they, co- they connected with it. So, yeah. um, But I, I, I posted this because 
I think had I had I started my business as an entrepreneur in the 2000s instead of the 90s, uh, specifically the 2010s, um, this decade, I don't know if I would have succeeded. In fact, I'm fairly confident I would not have succeeded. I'm fairly confident I would not be here recording this with you. Um, YLCC would not exist. And I think we've got to the point now, and I'm going to let you talk for a second because I'm, I'm really fired up about this. Um, and I'm fired up because I'm watching people that I know and don't know use brag media to falsely claim things that aren't true. And that's a challenge for me. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, this is a huge, this is going to be, this would be an interesting episode to really dive into and lean into because I do feel that people use media, um, you know, especially, you know, Instagram with Instagram story and Facebook, you know, live and different, different types of media avenues, which are all, you know, we all use them social media avenues, but people are using them uh, to, you know, boast about not necessarily about what they're doing. And, and yeah, I guess they are boasting about that, but where I find where it loses some authenticity, and I know that we, we've talked about this off camera and we'll talk about this now, is where it loses some authenticity is when you're speaking into the camera and you're telling your audience that you have, you know, you have this big event you're doing or whatever the case may be and it's selling out and you have it and, and it's not necessarily the truth. Yeah, so you know here's what I mean? my, here's so let's, let's get into what Brag Media is about, man. I so Brag Media to it. me is somebody who, and Brag Media is not just social media, it's not, sorry, it's not just entrepreneurship, it's life in general. Sure. And I think, on the way in today, I was listening to the On Podcast with Scott and Allison Stratton, um, and I encourage you to to sign up, listen to, yeah. subscribe to the On Podcast, um, and it'll be in the show notes. Thanks, Portia. Um, and like, it reminds me that we go on to social media to not to tell people what life is, but to show what life, with the life we want people to think that we're having or the business that they think that we're having. And the new thing is now like, like doing social media where you're walking down streets, you're running down streets, and you're ranting and quickly putting up things on, on it's like to say, I have no time to actually sit down and, do, and convey a message with you, so I'm gonna like be in such a rush because I'm hustling and I'm working and I'm blah, 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 um, that I, that's, that's this life I wanna portray. Or they're in the gym and a picture of them with their foot at the base of barbells and like cutting it, you know, like who cares? Like just work out and be healthy, right? That, let that be your, let that be your, your story. Mm-hmm. Like, so when people meet you or, or they see you or they interact with you, they know you're a healthy person, right? Right. And I, I mean, it looks so silly, I think. No, I'm old and I get it, I'm old. God, I'm so old to the average person that I get to watch this on watch this happen to but I'm 48 years old I don't look 48 if you're watching on YouTube you're right now you're probably in shock probably just fell off your chair dropped your phone because you look so young because I look like I'm 22 23 yeah, years old exactly. at best with the flat beak and the I got the cool flat beard beak I got the like, cool beard with the I gray Nike my checks. beard I got the I got the the cool little Nikers on here <laughs> that, awesome, Nikers. that awesome wedding ring at 22 my wedding ring <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a cool dude but I'm not and I'm very not cool and I'm very I very much know that um, but I'm just okay so here, here's here, here's where authenticity is this is not just social media so we run a lot of programs. YLCC runs a lot of programs. And one of the things I'm most adamant about is that 
we are authentically honest with our customers. And so I'll give you some examples. Uh, we have an alumni summer rate for our summer camp that we offer that expires on the 15th of September. Okay. And we have hundreds of kids that sign up for that rate. It's the lowest rate that we offer every summer. It's by far the lowest rate. It's between 30 and 35 and whatever, 30 and 30, 30 and 40 percent lower than the regular rate, right, that you'd pay at the end of the year. And I have people who come to me and say, Stu, um, can I have the rate at the end of September? And I say, sure, but I'm charging you an extra $50. Right, because then you get in. And they say, yeah, but yeah, it's just two weeks. Just two weeks. I just need, I'm like, yeah, but how do I look at any client and say, you got the lowest rate, wink, wink. Yeah. When I know I'm going to give it to somebody else two weeks later. Right. And so when we do our global summit, when we would go up, you know, we have three or four tiers of pricing. Um, and when we would go on to the next rate, we would offer discounts. But I would say to Kara, who runs our, our, our summit, our global summit, I would say the discount when taken off still has to be higher than the previous rate. So the person when they sign up for that event know they, got the, they honestly got the lowest rate, right? So that is, that is one honest, most of them would never know that. No, exactly. Yeah. Right? You would never, you, when you get in a plane, you don't sit beside the person on the plane and say, what did you pay for your seat? And then to the other side, what did you pay for your seat? Because you know in that seat, if there's three different people yeah. who booked three different tickets, yeah. they all played three different prices. Yeah. Eight, two, four. And yeah. it doesn't matter when, it could be like a sale day, a da-da-da-da day. And I think that for me, authenticity is, 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 is not only how you act, when you're in front of a camera, Instagram, et cetera, yeah. but behind the camera when no one sees you. And entrepreneurs who last are the ones that stick to that, I think. So here's, just for the sake of playing devil's advocate, I got a couple questions for you that I've, I've stemmed from that. So circling back to, um, to a lot of people are talking and, and, and talking in the camera, and I know I do that as well, sitting in my car, the awkward car selfies, I call them sometimes. Um, my question is though, do you think, you know, two, two questions. Number one is we talk about authenticity and we're both Gary Vee fans. There's a part of me that blames the, um, the success of Gary Vee to, that people are watching this as entrepreneurs and they're looking like, oh my goodness, he's so busy. And I wanna, I wanna get your opinion on this, but he's so busy, he's doing his thing. What, if, what, maybe I should do the same thing. So he's looking into the camera and he's like, okay, I'm doing this, I gotta hustle this meeting, that meeting, that meeting. It's great, it's compelling TV, it's awesome to watch, it's inspiring stuff. My question is, do you think that a part of the young entrepreneurs that are like, you know, starting out and even guys that are like our age and women that are our age and people that are our age that are doing this kind of stuff, do you think that has something to do with the fact that they're seeing a person who has blown up like Gary Vee, who, when I say blown up, I mean, he's, we both know he's put in the time. He was quiet for many, many years, decades, but is doing that's it like that. That's the difference. That. So that's exactly. the difference. So explain that. What do you mean then? Good. So Gary Vee was quiet for nine or 10 years. Yeah. He did not go on social media and say, when he started Wine Library, if you follow Gary Vee, if you don't follow Gary Vee, follow Gary Vee. When he started Wine Library and took over his father's wine company and went from, a, I think it was $3 million to $60 million yeah. in that time, he didn't go on to social, I mean, there was only YouTube at the time, really. But he did, when, he, when he started his, the Wine Library show on YouTube, it wasn't, he didn't say, this is the biggest, probably was, but he didn't say, this, was, this is the biggest YouTube wine show ever. Yeah. And look at me, look at me. He just said, here's some information about how to drink wine. Yeah. And you can get it from us. And that's his deal, right? But the, what I say about why he is actually busy. Yeah. 
Like when he is in there and he's on his phone, and he's doing this, and people are going around, and he's recording, and he's got, and he records his meetings because he has to maximize his time. He is actually busy. Okay. He's legitimately busy. So he has every right to say, I am busy. Mm-hmm. But one of the things he said, I actually listened to this. We're going to have a, our, in our next podcast, uh, we have a guy, Alan Stein, coming on um, who is a, a guru of athletics and sport and performance and has worked with NBA greats. And he interviewed Gary Vee. And one of the things I loved that he said in his interview with Gary Vee and his, his podcast with Gary was he said, the, he asked the question, what's more important, hustle or awareness in his podcast? What's more, and, and Gary said, it's sexy to say hustle, but it's better to say awareness. And so don't BS your way into making people believe you're busier than you are. Like, if you didn't sell it, you didn't sell out. Right? right. Like, oh, like, here's another behind-the-scenes story. Yeah. Our global summit. Our goal was to have 2,500 people at our global summit last April in London, Ontario. Next one coming up, 2020. Sign up for it. Check it out. It'll be in the show notes. Thanks, Portia. Um, Thumbs up to Portia. Yeah. But um, the reality is we didn't sell it out. We had a little under 1,700 people at the event, um, and we went to one of our sponsors who had paid us a large amount of money to be a sponsor, yeah. and we had sold them the sponsorship at 2,000 people, right? We hoped for 2,500, we sold them at 2,000, we came in under 2,000, and I turned to them and I said, and they didn't, they wouldn't, had they sat there and counted in a room of 1,700 people when they include all the speakers and all the volunteers and all the, you know, the people that came to be part of the program, it was probably more than oh, that. Yeah, I was there, yeah. It was amazing. You, you were there. They, unless they sat there and counted, they probably would have known the difference. No. And I said, I went to them and I said, we didn't make our numbers. I'm taking thousands of dollars off your, your sponsorship because we didn't get what we promised you we would get. Yeah. I could have easily said, the room looked fantastic. Yeah. The room was awesome. The energy was incredible. The conference was, the summit was Phenomenal! I think one of the best ones we've ever done. Any event we were one of the best. And they were not unhappy with the event. They were very happy with the event. But at the end of the day, I said, we did not make the numbers we promised you. That's authenticity. Yeah. Right? Don't lie. Don't... Exaggeration was one of my keys in my uh, storytelling. Yeah. I'm a storyteller. I exaggerate. I have creative license. I've been accused of my creative license. Sure. I've been accused of my exaggerations in my storytelling. 100%. But when it comes to our customers, I try my best, and I'm sure I'm not perfect, but to be authentic. Yeah. So what my, my I guess my, my next question is, what do you think of those people that are the, the train of thought, not necessarily what you think of those people, but how many times, and I know you've, you've experienced this, I know I have, is with like people sending me messages to get into programs and things like that, and they're like, there's only two spots left. You know, you gotta scoop it up now, Nick, because if you don't, A, the price is gonna go up tomorrow, which it will or it won't, but there's only two spots left or three spots left. We are 97% full. And you know, you know, just because, you know, it's, it's always happens. There's always three degrees. And that's one of the things about making sure that you're, you're, you trade, you stay true to yourself and to your business because people always know other people. And, and it's funny, it's an event, we'll never say the name, but you and I went to an event one time and you knew behind the scenes. And I was all about, I, you know, Nick, it's, here's the price. Here's the, this is a, the, the value is tens and tens and tens and thousands of dollars. 
And the reality of what is it that wasn't the, that wasn't the reality. It was just it was a made up manifestation to make me think like, wow, I'm getting a, such a great deal here. Whereas everybody in the room was probably playing either less or around the same number that I was. But they were but the person kept saying it's a sold out event. It's a sold out event. So yeah. what's your thought process with like, you know, people can look at it and be like, you got to fake it till you make it. You got to build that buzz. You got to you know, you got to tell people, hey, the price is going to go up in the new year or the price is going to go up tomorrow. If you don't act on this now, the room's going to be full. You're going to miss your price when you know when that person knows that it's it's only 20 percent full or or the item that they're selling i don't care if it's you know toques or socks or whatever there you have all kinds of stock but it's selling out fast what's your mindset with that kind of or what's your thought on well that? it comes down to being dishonest again right exactly but i get it i understand why people do it mm-hmm. i mean i understand you running an event and you don't want people to think that they're you know one of the things that we always tell kids in our workshops was if you are selling um if you are selling a, a, an event, a high school event, like a, for instance a school dance, and you're selling tickets for it, I would always say, if you number your tickets, your first ticket should be 111, 86. Yeah. That should be ticket number one. Yeah. I said, because if you're a high school student and you're buying tickets and you buy ticket number three to an event, you're not turning to your friends and going, oh my God, two other people are going. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's not good. But if you... If, if, if you know it's number one, but tickets is 86, right? You're gonna get people more excited about it. So I get it. Um, but if I tell someone at the end of the day, when the event rolls around, if I say there'll be 65 people in a room or 100 or 1,000 or 2,000, I'll be honest with the numbers. Well, you have to be kind of, right? Because, that, not kind of, you have to be, because my thought process is one thing for high school dance, but if I'm sitting there being like, this gentleman, this girl, this guy, whatever, they told me to buy this ticket, it's selling out fast. The room's got 150 people and there's 48 people here. Yeah. I sold it right away. Then all of a sudden your integrity, your business integrity yeah. goes out the window because I'm just like, Nick, you're lying to me. It's not the case. Like you're now next time when I go to try to sell the event again, or if I'm on stage asking for an ask for next year, whatever the case may be, I'm looking at me like, you know what, I'll wait and get my ticket whenever because I know this You know it's not gonna Exactly. Right? So when I say things will sell out in our in our in our events, they sell out. So when I say OSLC, the Ontario Studentship Conference, which just happened a a while ago, when I say the next year, twenty nineteen, is ninety percent sold out. It's because you have those numbers. It's ninety percent sold out. We have two thousand one hundred and fifteen people registered for next year's event. And we only have 2,250 spots, which means there are only 135 spots left for an event 10 and a half months from now. Or 11 months from now. So that that is 90% sold out, Mm -hmm. right? That's the truth. And so let's go back to entrepreneurship. Let's roll this back, Enough enough about this. Let's roll this back to authenticity and building your business and building your brand and building your service and building your product up. It's like when people go into Dragon's Den and they say, I'm asking for $100,000 for 2% of my company. Yeah. And they go, well, that's a $20 million (laughs) or whatever it is. How much is that? That's a lot. It's a lot. It's many millions of (laughs) dollars. Many millions of dollars. And they say, well, how do you get to this? How do you get to this? This evaluation, they say, well, because potentially it's going to be this big. Projections. Right? Projections. Yeah, exactly. The market says this, yeah. right? It's a two billion, it's a billion market. dollar industry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have two billion dollars in the market? Yeah. No, you don't. So there's a certain beautiful, beautiful thing in humility, mm-hmm. and I've learned that over time, and I've learned that 
you can't be all things to all people. You can't promise people you can't you can't promise people things you that you can't deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I will tell you this: what pisses me off is seeing people say things that I know because I know the other side of the story. And you know them. And I know them, and I know it's not true. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. You talk about you know business integrity and authenticity. I'll give you an example just right away. So you know, as and we've talked about this many times, but um, we just started a, 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 I just started a, a saw company in the summer called We Be Us. And, we Be uh, Us, we be and us you, community. Can, you can um, reach them online at? WeBeUsCommunity.com. Perfect. And that'll be in the show, so, uh, show notes, right? Thanks, Portia. Thanks, Portia. I'm, I'm actually pointing and giving a thumbs up. But anyway, we were sitting around at, the, at this table and we were talking about, you know, launching this, this, this company and we're going to get it out. And, and we're sitting here talking about our social media campaign and how we're going to get this company launched. And one of our colleagues that, start, that, was, that was sitting around the table said, we've got to really pump the brakes on our social media. And I said, why is that? She's like, because we have to buy followers. We have to get followers. And I said, well, what, what do you mean? She's like, it's going to look really like, like we're, 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 a, we're a brand new company with no experience if we start putting out our social media stuff and we only have like 15, 20 followers, I'm like, we are a new company. We don't have a lot of experience. And I said, let's grow it. And my partner and I, my, my business partner and I talked about it. We had the exact same ideology was like, no, no, let's just grow it authentically. Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll just slowly put out good content and we'll slowly provide good service to our people. And we'll, we'll do good things with the, with the, with the, with the organization and grow it organically. And so that when, and if you're thinking as a business owner and as an entrepreneur in five and 10, 15, 20 year cycles, then you're thinking about the long game and you're not too worried about how many likes you have, how many followers you get. You're worried about putting out good content. You're worried about providing good service and putting a good, out thing, good content, you know, and, 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 and providing a uh, good Honest value content. to your to your customers. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to be like, okay, I wanted to make a quick buck and sell as many socks as I can, and then that's it. And then have a nice Christmas. Then I've been worried about, you know, looking into getting people to you know buying followers and things like that but my plan for this company is 20 years down the road right yeah. and so 20 years down the road I want to look back and if we have lots of followers and things like that it's because we've done it right and we've done it, it right and you put out content you put out something that people want to see yeah. for more than just a second exactly we, we grow it like we, we grew it yeah exactly organically authentically uh, authenticity I was messing that word up but authentically we grew it organically and authentically exactly. right it's like it's like you know we there's this real this is real uh, you know um, <laughs> There's just, I'm trying to think of a word I can use. It's not too inappropriate. Um, but there's this real, uh, gosh, I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to edit myself here. <laughs> Don't, just let it go, man. No. Uh, there's a real, like, oh, um, it's like a drug. It's, it's like, it's like you, you, you need it, it, where you just need to feel that if you have something viral or something big, you yeah. succeed it. Yeah. And I, I remember listening to the podcast we had a while ago with uh, with um, uh, Phil Jones. If you haven't if you haven't uh, listened to Phil Jones, go back a couple episodes and listen to it. I think Master it's episode seller. nine. Yeah. Um, and those show notes will be in the show notes. Thank you. For thanks, Portia. Right on, we're pointing. Yeah. For those gonna, every time we say show notes, we're gonna say yeah. Thanks, thanks Portia. Portia. Um, and uh, and he talked about the video that had. Uh, 1500 no it was 20 2600 views yeah and got him 1.2 million dollars in business yeah. and he's had videos with hundreds of thousands of views which have done nothing for him yeah exactly except exactly. for make him feel good yeah 
Yeah, because you're getting that that release. That or I know what you're saying. It's like that. It's like a, it's an endorphin. An endorphin. Release. Yeah, it's just like you're getting. You're like excited because look at how many people are seeing me. You're getting aroused. Exactly. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh wow. Yeah. Right. But I guess it comes down to the end of the day. Like, there are every day there are thousands of new quote unquote entrepreneurs online. Right. Right. And every day there are people who are doing it better than you. Yeah. And I think when it all when the you know when when the cream rises. Um, I think those people that are successful and have longevity, and by longevity I mean five plus years of legitimately building a business, um, will be the ones who are authentic. The ones that did a hustle, but not just a hustle so that you could show it on Instagram. Not just a hustle so you could be like running from, from place to place to say, look at me, look at me, how busy I am. Look at me late at night. Look at me early in the morning. Look at me at the gym. Look at me cutting my abs. So you do? Do you cut abs? <laughs> I don't even. I gotta I look that know. term up. <laughs> you cut something. <laughs> you know, like instead of that, it's just like produce events that are incredible. Yeah. Produce a product that is incredible. Produce a service that is invaluable. Mm -hmm. And do that. Like do it. It's not about viral. It's about value. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It, that, wow. It's a good point. I like that. It's I'm write not that down. about viral. You're not writing this down. You're writing down, Stu. We should wrap this episode up. Yeah, I'm trying to get you to realize that. But It's not about viral. It is about value. You put that in the show notes? Thanks, Portia. Portia. You put it together. I, say, I know. I tried to. Do it again. Uh, we'll put that in the show notes. Thanks, Thanks Portia. Portia. Um, we sounded weird saying know, that. Um, that was inauthentic. Uh, you're right. That was that, that was, was that was canned. We were trying to be funny and it didn't work out. We're sorry for it. Let the funny people be funny, and then I think I am kind of funny actually. That's I'm the not problem. Lie to you. I'm I know, pretty fucking funny. That's the problem though. That I think it. Yeah. Yeah. Usually people. So at the end of the day, we're not going to change. If you're doing this and you went to some went to some seminar, or you bought some online course that said the way to build your business is to have incredible followers and blah 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 blah, and there is value in buying ad ad space on Instagram, buying ad space on Facebook, but if what you're buying ad space, Instagram has value still. Mm -hmm. Like you can buy people, but if what you're showing them isn't gonna give them anything, they're not gonna stick around. Oh, exactly. They're gonna be a one click and gone. Yeah. That's exactly. it, right? And you're like, what's this? Click, gone, crap. Yeah. Right? And then you can't get to buy pay more to, to get, get more, to get them actually to come back. So if you want to buy ad space, buy ad space. Advertising's mm -hmm. important. Marketing's important for sure. But what you're advertising, what you're buying click clicks on, um, Oh, another thought, another thought. It should give them something worthwhile clicking to. Exactly. And then clicking is clickbaiting, yeah. which is another big inauthentic thing quite often, where your title or your, your, your grab, your headline is BS again, where you're saying something that's not right, but people buy into it, say, oh my God, what is it? What and you never there? You never even touch on it. Yeah. Like I, I, when I write my blogs every single week, I try and find an interesting title mm -hmm. that is will grab attention, but it's in the copy. It's, it's, it's in. It's in it. Like it's part of the story, right? Um, so I try and something interesting that will encourage people to click on it and read. But it it, ha it has something to do with it. Right. Like it's still authentic to the story or to the article or to the thought. Um, but people just do fake stuff just to like. Well, they say that they're in like accidents and things like that, and there's nothing to do with it in the video. Oh my gosh! You know? I've seen YouTube I've seen videos. That. Lots of YouTube videos like that. And they're just like I got in this big, big accident, and then you're like, oh my goodness, what happened? Click, and then there's nothing to do. There's with nothing it. to do with it. And you're just like, oh. Or it's like the two seconds of the video. That's right. That has right. nothing to do with you. No. You saw an accident. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You witnessed a fender bender. Yeah. So I mean, I, I know, I know what you mean. Like, but that's the thing. If you're if you're interested in growing your business you know organically and and being who you are and being true to who you are and providing a service providing value and and 
and doing it that way instead of just worrying about being viral, then you will have longevity as an entrepreneur. And I think like we talk about hustle and, and self-awareness. I think having great self-awareness is, is very important, but doing that and understanding you know, this is who I am and this is how I do things yeah. is going to serve you way better in the long game than anything that you say as clickbait or look at the camera and say, you know, we are 95% sold out when it's only 30%. You know, like I, I, for me, if I'm looking at someone saying that, by the way, like I don't put on events and I, I don't, that's just not my thing. That's your thing. That's a lot of people's things. It's yours. But for me, if I'm looking at a person that's being, you know, I, I don't even, you don't have to give me the numbers. Just tell me it's a great event. You know, don't tell me it's 30% or 90%. Just Great event. Have, You've got this. Have, show me value. If you wanted to have a thousand people at an event yeah. and you got a hundred people and you can still afford to pull it off, yeah. make it so damn good. Exactly. That those hundred people tell nine hundred people that they missed something so good through their social media, not through your bullshit. And I think what, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I just swore. That's yeah, right. You do it all the time. Um, I think what's, it's very important to, to understand that. that was an what, authentic what brand. people think is like they'll look at events that you know a person like yourself does put on they or, or they look at you know the Gary V's out there and they're just like I can do that now so all I need I don't have someone to film me while I'm doing it but I can put the phone out I can do my thing or whatever and I can do that now or I can put on this event right now and how did he do it he probably said you know it's all sold out and people want to clamor or clamoring all over each other to buy tickets but if you just like you said if you just grow it organically and you have like 50 to 100 people and you can still afford to put it up put it on, then do that and do and provide them with amazing content and get them walking out there and be like, dude, that was awesome. It was worth it. I'm going to go and I'm going to buy my ticket for next year and I'm also going to tell 10 of my friends. It was worth it. Exactly. So I came back and I told 10 friends and so on, which is actually the way things have always been done. And I say it all the time, word of mouth at the end of the day is the best way to market your product or service oh, no or question. whatever. Word of mouth is the best, yep. period, end of story. The second thing I'll say about that, um, I should save it for another episode. No, I won't. Um, be honest and be sincere, but don't make up fake things. And what I mean by that is we hire a lot of speakers at our events. We, I hire 70 to 150 speakers a year for different events that we run. And I cannot stand, and I know this is someone, I know there are people out there who encourage young speakers to do this, and let me tell you, it'll work for a while, but eventually, if you don't have the nut, the chocolate will melt. Because here's the stuff. When people put stuff out there that says the number one speaker in North America, the most booked speaker in North America, the most, more people love this, those are lies. Mm-hmm. They are lies. They are fabrications. They are not authentic. They are not real. There is no contest. There is no metric system nationally. I just saw something the other day that said the greatest, it, the greatest motivational speakers speak off. Mm-hmm. And it says the top five speakers, in inspirational speakers, are coming together to have a speak off. I've never even heard of this thing. Yeah, exactly. I've never heard of the four of the five speakers who are coming to it. And maybe they're freaking great. But don't lie. Yeah. These are not the five greatest speakers ever. Because yeah. I can tell you right now, there are a dozen that are better than those people that you've never heard of. Yeah. You know? Well, I think you just hit it on the head when you said there's no metric in the world that will suggest, okay, that person right there is the greatest in the world. They won. They're the greatest. Yeah. There's even, no metric. It can't be measured. You can't measure that. I can't. I can say I'm the greatest of all time. That's just me saying I'm the greatest of all time. Yes. Maybe if you get the Hall of Fame at the Speakers Association, that puts you in a top top tier. Sure, but it still doesn't make you the best yeah. or the greatest or the number one. Yeah. 
right? Because because there is no there is no metric to show that. Well, especially with speaking, it's completely subjective, right? What an audience may love from you may may not like from what I do. Some audiences may love me and not like yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like it's just like it's it's kind of completely it's a subjective industry in which there's no like there's no one audience to fit all people i don't fit every audience i recognize that neither do you and neither does all the speakers that we know oh, gosh like no. there's specific people that i or a demographic that i that i fit and yeah. the reality of it is if you, you well first of all i mean this, this is probably enough another episode but you can't be all things to all people and but there's no nor can your product nor can I, your service I, nor can anything else exactly you, you have a niche understand that you know my bet my, my one of my favorite moments ever one of my favorite moments seeing seeing something this is true Mike Smith, and we'll put his information in the show notes. Thanks, Thanks Portia. Portia. Oh, that was so canned. Bam, we, we did nail it. that. We, yeah. I don't know what we're doing. We're, we're, I don't, I don't know. Um, so we were just doing some awkward, uh, awkward high fives. High fives. Look up, um, yeah, look up no, but look, on YouTube. Yeah, but no, look that up. But also look up um, Tiger Woods when he tried to high five his caddy in the Masters. It was as awkward as that. Okay, well, I'm trying we, to give well, people context. Not, yeah. Anyway, so um, Mike Smith, uh, who is I think one of the top five or 10 speakers I've ever seen in 30 years of watching speakers. Um, when he finishes speaking, speakers run to Mike Smith. Right, yeah. Right? And they sit in the back of the room and they sit through Mike Smith and the conversation goes a little like this. He is so good. Mm -hmm. How does he do it? Mm -hmm. How does he... Da, 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 da. He, how can we so busy? What is his secret? What is this? What is that? Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I did a podcast with Mike Smith in, in the uh, Studio 9 podcast, which is coming out in the new year. Um, but, and when I, when I talked to Mike, I told him that. I said, it was amazing to watch after he spoke at both OSLC and our global oh, event, yeah. the speakers that ran to him. Yeah. And the conversations I heard about him. And I said to Mike, what do you think? He goes, I don't, I don't know how, I don't have a secret. Yeah. I'm just me. I'm just authentic. I'm just who I am. When I stand on stage, whatever I'm saying is A, true, B, it's in action. I'm actually doing it. I'm not just, it's not hyperbole. Yeah. It's not just chicken soup for the soul stories. And then B, part of that, the second part of that is, after I, see, I saw him spoke at the, the national conference a couple years ago, uh, you know, he and I got to know each other. He, he, so myself and Mike, uh, Mike and his wife and my, my wife and I were all kind of hanging out and chatting. And Jenny, who teaches high school phys ed, was saying, um, you know, I wish I, every young man could see you speak because yeah. you're so, you're such a good role model. If you don't know Mike Smith, he's got long hair and tattoos, he skateboards, he's not exactly a, uh, he doesn't look like a standard motivational speaker yeah. you'd think of. And he just looks kind of like, almost like, where'd he come from? Like, yeah. you know? And, She's, he said, tell you what, he goes, if you want to, just Skype me into your classroom and I'll talk to your kids. Yeah. And sure enough, he bugged us to do it. And, yeah. and unfortunately, it hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen yet. But Mike literally would do that. Yeah. Like he would do that. Exactly. Gary V, I think he's authentic because when he says you can flip things to make money, like in garage sailing, mm -hmm. Um, you know, people say that's BS, Gary. You make millions of dollars. He goes out and does trash talking his new podcast, and he actually goes out and does it. He's out there spending ten bucks, fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, turning it to hundreds, yeah. turning it into thousands of dollars. But I think not only is he authentic, his team was authentic. So I had a chance to get to know Tyler, who is one of his. I think I think it is his PA, his personal assistant, executive assistant, whatever you want to call it. And 
so I have, I have Tyler on the, on the, when I talk to Tyler on the phone, if I text Tyler, so I'm watching his new, his new podcast, uh, his new YouTube show called Trash Talking, and up pops Tyler on, on, the, on the thing, and I text Tyler in New York, I'm like, Tyler, dude, was that you I just saw? And he's like, right away, within five minutes, Stu, totally me. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, yeah. how I'm, I'm not anybody in the Gary Vee world, yeah. but Tyler, who is one of Gary's right-hand people, is like, right away, gets back to me, like, right away. Yeah, absolutely. It's like people put up things on, on, on Instagram and say, DM me. Yeah. Yeah, they're like DM me and tell me that, you know, you, I, for a chance to win this and that or whatever the case may be. And then all these kids are like, well, DM, but nobody wants to, res no one's responding. Like it's social media. Get back to these kids. Let them know or get back to these people. You know, yeah, I know you can't get back maybe to not every single person, but the reality of it is, is like, that's what makes people kind of look like, you know, there's not this big wall or divide between someone like Gary Vee or Mike Smith or you or I or anybody in this world and, and someone else that's watching your content. You know, they look at me like, wow, that's a real person that's actually responding to me. I don't know how many times I'll get off stage from speaking and someone will be like, thanks for the response. I, I know that you're probably getting tired of DMs and I always find I'm like, never tired of it. Just send me a message whenever you need or whatever, whatever the case may be on my post or whatever, but always respond, you know? And so often you'll see like, yeah, hit me up on this show, hit me up on this or whatever. And you know you've got a chance to win these ticket, whatever. Yeah. But, but there's no dialogue. Yeah, don't give me that. Don't don't bait them. You know? DM you. Well, that's it, right? And it's just like I, mean, I guess if you have an actual honest contest going on, where like you're running an yeah. event, you're like you're giving it away a ticket or something. Like, yeah. I guess you could do that, but don't like get them to enter your contest. Don't yeah. bait them to DM you. And just for the record, for six months I heard DM and did not know what it meant. I and am. I participated in the conversation and said, <laughs> not oh, yeah. yeah, DMs right on. Yeah. I'm like, what is DM? I'll I'm definitely like, DM you. Yeah. Dart, uh, do, uh, doable, uh, what is the M, mighty, massive messages? I didn't know. You could have just Googled it and that would have came up right away. I still don't know what it Or asked anybody. I still don't know the difference between a meme and a GIF and a, and a, <laughs> I don't and a, know what and a, and a boomerang and a, and a, I don't know. I, don't I bet you Mikey and Portia know. Mikey and Portia know everything. Portia knows more than all of us because yeah. she's cool and young. Mikey tries to be cool and young, uh, but now he's a dad. And yeah. so he's more worried about poop and diapers. And by the way, congratulations to Mikey. Yes. Um, for his little man, who we are very proud of that. Uh, yeah, very proud of the. He was telling us this morning he's already speaking and he's less than two months old. And he said he was thriving, and I thought he said driving. And I thought that was a bit. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought yeah. he was driving. It's <laughs> like, too. wow, they grow up so fast. And I'm, I'm like, wow. Not even a funny joke. He has, a, he has, a, uh, he has an Instagram where he's <laughs> yeah, driving. Exactly. Follow my kid at. Follow. Awesome what would your, baby what would your Instagram, uh, what would what your you? Instagram handle be for your son, Mike? SammyJM2018. Sammy JM 2018. I wonder if that's a thing. I don't know. It will be now. One of our listeners will like add up to it. Or yeah. Anyway, we got a bust to move. Great like young MC. Yeah. <laughs> like young look, MC. Look that up. Nobody knows who young MC is. Well, hold on. I do. I know who young MC is. What do you uh, What are you doing uh, What are you doing uh, these days? <laughs> what? Tell the audience what you're doing these days. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. I, I'll just like how are you filling your days? How do I fill my days? Mm -hmm. Right uh, now, like, are you busy? Yes, I'm busy. I fill this my is days. It's an authentic conversation. I know it is. I fill my days with my children, and I fill my days with my businesses, yeah. and running them, and, and putting on uh, these campaigns, and trying to get people to direct message me. No, I'm just kidding. But trying to uh, put on these authentic Direct campaigns. message me, and I'll give you a ticket to a movie. Yeah, whatever it is. But I uh, fill my days that way. And I know you're just stalling for time because you're trying to look up something. <laughs> We're going to uh, Thanks, end, folks. We're gonna end the episode <laughs> with a little young MC, and I'll talk over it so that we don't get uh, copyrighted yeah, uh, off, the, off the YouTubes or the... Um... Hey, listen, if you're out there, subscribe, like, 
follow, rate, comment. Uh, until next time, I'm Stu Saunders. I am Nick Foley. Follow us if you're watching on YouTube. This is our, uh, this is our stuff. Follow us here on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, until next time, keep being authentic.